Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Say your radio. And this shit ain't coming on. It's that pop-up shit. But we got to play this. I don't know. There it is. Yeah. Are you ready? Alright. Tell me your mind just said. Yeah. Play the song over plan. Yeah. Speaking on the world. Speaking on the topics. Y'all better not be flocking. No. Should know how we rocking. If you got any statements, then you better leave a comment. Just say it. Just say it. Just say it. Just say it. Media in your world, anything? What's going on with you? No, well, today I I have not really been on social media that much today. Um, 
So I don't I I was disconnected from social media today, so um I have no idea uh what's going on. What what you got going on? Um what I got long you know you know last <laughs> show, you know, I was just damn irritated. I was just pissed off uh-huh. and a little irritated. Uh and um I had you guys remember Roseanne Barr. Uh, this this caught uh-huh. my attention, my like my um Roseanne Barr, y'all remember she had a sitcom, she's a comedian. She's always been outlandish, you know, you know, she used to do the nat she did a nas- the national anthem back in the uh-huh. I don't know, the nineties, early nineties or something, and she totally disrespected the national anthem. Uh-huh. Um she's totally she now it has that Yes, but that's her mo. That's been her her craft. She's a comedian. That's her thing. Okay, and people, she based a fan base based on on that shit. You know, she based her fan base on that. That's fine. Fast forward, uh-huh. you guys remember she had the Roseanne show. Fast forward, it relaunched recently, uh, uh-huh. 2018. It relaunched. Uh-huh. She said some some um, crazy things on Twitter. You know, everybody's like in their truth, being transparent, living who they are. And everybody, and I think everybody's really overly sensitive now. You can't say anything. I don't know. It's like one minute you want to accept it, the next minute you don't want to accept it. So it, it confuses me. But she said something on Twitter, pissed people off. They kicked her off the show, and the show still goes on, from my understanding. But she uh-huh. said something that I think I I I laughed when I read it. So I want to be verbatim. When she said it, because I was like, I feel her on that. I do, I really do feel her that. So I'm going to read what she said, um, because, you know, so to pull it up, y'all, I'm going to Google it real quick. Okay. um, It would help if I spell correctly. I don't spell right. It would help if you would have wrote it in your notes. Yeah, I know that's too much like where I. Well, I know, I know. So let's go. I'm getting this from Entertainment News. Okay, so Entertainment ET, they got they got the little program, and so Roseanne quoted. Roseanne Barr says she's queer. In latest video rant, I put the Q in LGBTQ. So, so um. Roseanne Barr took to her YouTube channel Easter Sunday to post a NSFW video titled The Word Faggots. I put the Q in LGBTQ. So, and some of them that say, is she coming out as gay? Is she coming out as, is, what is she doing? You know, she, the people are saying that she's homophobic. People are saying that she's racist. People are saying that whatever. And in that statement, it's like, I put the fact, it seems like she's coming out the closet. It's like, how can I be, you know, hate gays and I'm gay? Okay. So she goes on to say. All she did was. Okay. She goes on to say, um, well, E.T. is reporting. In the post, which was removed on Monday, the 66-year-old actress criticized use of the gay slur and told viewers that she herself identifies as queer. And she posted it on her, I guess, YouTube page. The word faggot is 
a really hateful word, isn't it? Barr says in the video, according to multiple reports, especially when it's like one gay calling another gay guy that. Have you ever been in the middle of one of them hate marriages? It's like, wait a minute, we're not supposed to say that word. How come you're saying that word? Oh, what way? I just can't say that word. Well, I can when I'm in the house, but I can't say it outside of the house. Okay, I get your rules, but it, but it is a hateful word, and you should get rid of it. Get rid of it being spoken. Okay, so I, I get what personally me even saying I do get where she's coming from. It's like. We use the N-word. We say niggas. Blacks say niggas. We say it in songs. We say it whatever. And um, I think even some blacks, when they're friends with some whites or people outside of the African-American race, per se, and they deem you, you're cool to say that kind of, you say that word, because, you know, nigga itself, it's having a different definition, where it used to, with the ER attached onto it, it was meant to be derogatory, bring you down, you're worth less. And where the word right now, it's it's really attached to a lot of people, in and all races and all genders and whatever. And then you get people in social, their personal social circles. They call each other bitches. They call each other whatever. And you know, you know, at some point, you know, there's this division, and then there's this okay line, and and it's hard to understand where people fit in. You get a rapper, you know, Jock is only coming on. We don't talk about this. You know, he curses in, you know, some of his old songs. I don't know about his new songs, but when you're out there, you're saying this, you're saying the N-word, you got majority of white kids or white population attending these black concerts. They're saying the words along with it. You know, so, you know, I, I don't know. At what point do we stop getting mad at this freedom of speech. Like, I don't understand. It's like she said faggot, and she is maybe gay, and she may talking to her lover that you're a faggot or you're – and you get mad at your spouse, your significant other, or a family member or a friend. Look, bitch, bitch, you are acting – you didn't disrespect them by calling them out their name. I don't understand. It's like one moment it's okay – and one moment, it's not okay, depending on how the temperature is with that person you're interacting with. You know, and we have to have some consistency. That's just my point, and that's my thing. And, you know, like I told my sons a long time, I have two sons, one 23, one seven, 17. You know, if you're, you know, say some, you know, some person outside the black race that says, nigger, you nigger, you nigger. Are you going to go out there and just beat their asses? You know, hey, people, hurt people hurt people, okay? So that person's clearly angry. The person, they're really hurting. Why would you absorb that person's anger and frustration as your own, okay? So you're angry. Hey, you got shit to do with me. You know what I'm saying? You know, you know, nigger, you're going to get mad. You're going to push me, nigger. No, you're gonna get my. You're you got issues, and you walk away. I cannot absorb all your anger, especially you looking for a negative reaction out of me. You're not gonna get it because guess what? I'm happy. I'm good. You know, I, I pray that you release whatever anger and frustration you got within yourself. It's so be it. But I'm not gonna sit here and react and be mad and 
of everybody that says a word that I know I'm not, period. But, you know. I, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't get it, but that's what we do. I don't know. What's your thoughts? My thoughts are both of those words are derogatory. And if we just go back to what the origin of the words are, what they, where they stem from, they come from a place of hate. So when you say that, most well in in our community when we say it mm, a lot of times you know there we we may be saying it in play like oh uh, um like when we were younger they used to they used to throw the faggot word out all the time um but now it is a case sensitive word or whatever um just like we say nigga all the time, um, but again, it's case sensitive. So, but they both stand from a place of hate. Now, when she said that she's queer, when you read that, I took that as, okay, let me say that I'm queer so that now when I say the word faggot, I don't receive any flack. Because everything that I've been saying, my true feelings and thoughts, I've been catching flack for it. I've been called racist. I've been called this and that behind saying these words. So let me just say, let me just put it out here and say that I'm queer so that now I won't get any flack because now I can say, well, I relate to this group. How can you call me um, homophobic when I just told you I'm queer. I don't believe her as queer. I just believe her as she she is who she is and she's speaking her truth and how she feels about things. She's just finding a better way to get away with saying it without receiving any more negative press. So I don't I mean we we have this discussion a, a lot about people being too sensitive about things that are being said, but you also have to understand the messenger. And a lot of these messengers are coming from a place of hate. That's why people are being so sensitive about what's being said. And then when they catch the negative press, and they catch the flack about it, it's, well, oh, I didn't mean it like that. That's not what I meant. They backtrack. If that's what you meant, stay in your truth. Stay in your truth. Don't back. Don't backpedal on what you said. So that's how I know that these people full of shit, basically. So don't make excuses for them talking about everybody too sensitive when every time somebody says something out of line, they backpedal and say, well, that's not what I meant. Or, oh, I didn't know that 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 would be offensive by me saying that. So they know exactly what they're saying. They push in the envelope to see what they can get away with. And those well, Roseanne never apologized. I want to say this. Roseanne never backpedaled. But I do. I don't like when people do. They backpedal. You say it, stay in on it. You know what I'm saying? Just ride it. You know, um, she, I remember she said, 
also that she feels that she, she's queer. She thinks a lot of people on this damn earth is fucking stupid. So, you know, and sometimes I feel that way too. I mean, I interact with, I know I'm probably not the only one. You interact with people like, oh, my gosh, you cannot be this stupid. I cannot believe this. And it be customer service reps, whatever. I can't believe you got a job. This is ridiculous. You know, but, you know, it's our norm. It's our culture. But if you're going to say something, stand on it. And then some people, you may learn, you know, just when, um, um, what do you call it, um, Kevin Hart, he was supposed to host the Grammys, and, you know, they went up and digged up something he said a long time ago um, on, on some social media, Twitter, Instagram, or something. And, you know, and that's right. I think uh, Charlemagne, the guy on The Breakfast Club, he made a good point. Like, you act like people are not supposed to grow. I said some dumb shit or did some dumb shit, you know, five, ten years ago, halfway a year ago, maybe last month. But you, we're alive for a reason. We're alive, we're alive to keep growing and to adjust our thinking, to adjust the way we look at things. Um, we're entitled to do that because we're alive and we're able to do that. So and when a person does seem like they're backpedaling or whatever, maybe they're not backpedaling. Maybe it's like, you know what, I didn't see it from that perspective. I only saw it. From my perspective, because A, I was angry, B, I was pissed the fuck off, C, I was angry, and when you're angry, you tend to only see things in your in your zone. Okay, so I give people concessions, and you listen and see if their behavior, their actions really um, reflect their apology. And from what I've seen is in regards to Kevin Hart, you know, who he is today is not who you know, necessarily he was when he tweeted that stuff. We're all entitled to grow. Roseanne, she's not in her space. She's She is who she is, and she has a fan base because she is who she is. Um, you know, but I, does I don't, that I don't, make I don't, it okay? But does that make it okay? It doesn't have to you be don't okay. have to. If that's you, if you, you it doesn't, to me, it, you, that was a question. It, does that make it okay? It doesn't have to be okay. You ain't got to like me. She says you ain't got to like me. I'm okay with you not liking me. I'm cool with that. Take my show, fine. Steve Harvey, they they about to cut, you know, some of his shows. It's okay. One door closes, another door opens. And if you get one life to live, and then sometimes your views don't align with my views, and that's okay. Don't modify who you are to fit me or anyone else. I, you know, don't do it because you do that. And then you die tomorrow. You done modify your whole goddamn life to fit the fuck in. For what? Well, it's not about modifying. It's not about modifying your life to fit in. It's just about being a decent person. You don't. You don't just. You. It's not okay to just be an asshole because you want to be an asshole. That's not okay. But if that's your character, my thing is. If, if that's who that's she not, is, she based her. Okay. She's a comedian. She's a comedian. If you don't like it, you what you do? We change the channel. Like when your news feed, when you see things you don't like, you say delete, ignore, do not show me these things anymore because it does not reflect who I am. I get that, but just because someone does not, that's why you have so many news outlets and radio genre, you know, music genre and stuff like that. We live opposedly in the land of the free, freedom of speech. We are free to be who we are. You know, I know a lot of things seems like it's getting bombarded. You know, people's lifestyles and things that we don't necessarily agree with, 
they're getting thrown in our face three the hard way on TVs, movies, and stuff like that, and we get engulfed in it. But if you're being you, and be you being you does not align with my spirit and who I am, I, to for me to ask you to change, and you need to be nice, just be a good person. If that's not what you want to do, that's cool. I just have to go a different route. It's fine. I got to change. Period. That's my tip. What? What? You don't get that? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't get that. It's not about modifying yourself because at the end of the day, the whole purpose is you have to get along with people. People don't have to like you, but you you some kind of way have to get along with people because people make the world go round. You can't you can't be an asshole all the time and then wonder why, you know, you don't have friends or nobody likes you or nobody deals with you and not have and not reevaluate yourself. It's like you have to look but in the mirror. Some people let me tell you something. Our president, our president Donald Trump, some people think he's an asshole. A lot of people think he is this. You should stop doing this. But every person that says they do not like him, there are 20 others that say they do like him. You, you know, My thing is if you start, start conforming yourself, trying to fit everybody else, you're not going to win. You're not going to win. It's not about and like, a lot conforming of like and fitting in. I don't like me. Do this like me. Cardi it's B. not about conforming and fitting in. It's not about conforming so and fitting in. It's just about being a decent person. Period. So if Period. a decent person to whose definition? That's what I'm saying. Everybody's decent person is a different definition. I read an article, you know, and um and they were saying that you you take one individual who grew up in a household, they didn't curse at each other, they they were very mild tempered and that's how they that's the culture of that family. Then you take another family, they curse, they did whatever, whatever. And so say this person from that cursing family and it's just in your face, blah, you know, and you take this other individual who came from a more conservative upbringing, they don't raise their voice, whatever. And so you get them together. And the family members are saying of the cursing family, uh, no, of the of the um, non-cursing family, you need to be more decent. You can't say these swear words. You can't say that. You should. You you need to do this. And the cursing family was like, get the fuck out of here. I'm acting decent, and who I fuck with, rock with me, and I'm good. You may not like it, which is fine, but doesn't mean I'm not decent. Does not mean I'm not a good person. You know what I'm saying? Because you can't handle this culture. Okay, so I will get cultures, you know, like. Seeking sister wives, that culture of, you know, one man having multiple women and stuff like that and all this crazy, you know, openness, I think that's crazy. But I'm not in a position to say what you're doing is indecent. I don't like what you're doing because it's like you're manipulating these women to just serve your needs. Because guess what? So that means that they you're like saying it. that that's not decent. No, so it doesn't work for yes, standards. Yes, it is. You I said I don't say, like I it. I cannot label it 
as not decent. I can say it doesn't work for me, and that's okay. Listen, Just because I don't think it works for me, it doesn't mean that it's not decent. It may be decent for someone else. So that's all I'm saying. What I'm saying that we all have a definition of decent. What we will tolerate, what we won't tolerate, what we like, we don't like. There's not a broad definition for decent. I can look at one of my girlfriend's guys. I'm like, oh my gosh, that motherfucker's an asshole. I wouldn't fuck with him ever. But you know what? He got 12 women lined up to fuck him and be with him. So my definition there of decent is a broad is definition of decent. The definition for decent is conforming with generally accepted standards of res- respectable or moral behavior. Well, we just have to agree on agree to disagree on this. And this is what say radio is about. You know, I, I feel like everybody has their different def, different definitions. And if I feel personally, if you still try to conform to meet everybody's, you know, meet everybody's definition of decent, you may not be happy, or maybe you will be happy. Who knows? All I can say is, um, in regards to Roseanne Barr. She's been consistently who she is for a long time. She's made a great living off of that. She's earned a lot of money doing that. And it seems to work for her because she still has a great, you can check her Twitter following, her YouTube following. These are, she's a lot of people that still rock with her. So, you know, she's just, you know, Howard Stern. Howard Stern got on the radio, said a lot of foul stuff and temper tantrums and stuff like that. You know, I don't rock with that, but there's a lot of people that do connect with that. So, you know, there's a, there's there's people for that. You know, um, and you know, I, I I suggest if if you feel that your characteristics and who you are is bringing you what you want and you cool with what you got, you know, who am I to tell you to change? But then, but if what you're doing and how you're rocking, how you're moving is not bringing you the results that you want, then you make some changes. Period. You know. Um, I don't know. That's my thing. And, you know, Nicole, she feels that, you know, there's a broader definition. You need to be respectful and decent to people, and that's how you should roll. And that's, you know, but there's men and women that disrespect each other all day long, and they stay together in a relationship. So, you know, I don't know. I can't, like, I won't take it, but there's a lot of women that will. There's a lot of men that will. Don't want to be man bashing. Please don't start. We gonna, we we gonna uplift our black men today. They 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 take enough slack from the world. We we need to stop doing it. <laughs> they get enough. They I get abused know. enough out here. I don't know. I go with whatever's in my feelings and my thought processes at the time. You know, I say it radio. You guys want to tune into tonight's conversation? Please do by calling six four six 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 eight two five seven four. Or, again, listen to us online. Um, check us out on our website, d-hour-network.com. You also go to blogtalkradio.com backslash d-hour-show. We got young Jock. You want to know if you are young or Jock or just Jock. I got so many questions for him. We want to get into this this, this new music. This is a, a world premiere. What, premiere? Ah, that's what it is. A world premiere. We got Young Jock featuring Ghana, B. Smith, Perfect Timing. This is about, I'm loving this because of new songs. I was crying a breeze. I like the sun to hit. 
I shine like the sun. All of my diamond glitch. I sleep in designer. I got a ton of drip. I wanna flood the bitch. Send me a dub. I'm focused on money. I get them racks on me. Don't fuck with my money. You be a casualty. It's all of my time. That pedicle book on me. Y'all on my line. Little bit with no fuck on me. Yeah, on the man, on the man. All over me, gotta make sure I stand out. Fuck it, I got it up out the mud. Never had my hand I out. I need the both by the sit back, better get back before I click back. Fuck all that chit chat, leave your slumped over at your kick back. Made 10 mil in my first year, 10 carats in both fields. Paid 10k for the Cartier, just so I can see clear. She's cutting all over my fashion. God damn it, these diamonds be dancing. I throw it up, money at magic. She eat up the dick like a savage. The same niggas sit on the block with me, the same niggas sit to the top with me. The same nigga hopping out raw, them bitches be firing like we. I like the sun to hit. I shine like the sun. All of my diamond glitch. I sleep in designer. I got a ton of drip. I wanna flood the bitch. Send me a dub. I'm focused on money. I get them racks on me. Don't fuck with my money. You be a casualty. It's all about time. That pedicle book on me. Y'all on my line. Little bitch with no fuck on me. I would've loved to hit. I don't need no assistance. She like the toilet, she like the toilet. I did not order cause Killer got mud, killer got mud. She said the percocet, made for the purpose. I put that bitch on the mud, call it dirty stuff. Call it for out of a nigga, no cap for my salary, nigga. Yeah, yeah. Nigga be mad at me, nigga, that bitch be out to me, nigga. Yeah, yeah. Line a nigga so I do, I What I do, bury me VIP. Line a nigga so I do, I What I do, bury me VIP. I the bitch. I like the sun to hit. I shine like the sun, all of my diamond glitch. I sleep in designer, I got a ton of drip. I wanna flood the bitch, send me a dub. I'm focused on money, I get them racks on me. Don't fuck with my money, you be a casualty. It's all about time, that pedicle book on me. Y'all on my line, little bit with no fuck on me. Like that Jeezy cat We was at the 
on that single and a Keisha pad. I never said a word or I confess, man, I'm gon' leave with that. Gon' creep with that, gon' sleep with that. Make her pay your fee for that. She like the way I tax that ass, wax that ass. Now bring it back. Them legs caught me, bent, face off in my pillow, bitch. She screaming, drop her, she in shock. Yeah, this dick make me she keep on screaming it Think it's domestic abuse The way I keep on beating it Baby 
baby been had them bands out Leave her, she all over me Gotta make sure I stand out Fuck it, I got it up out the mud Never had my hand out I need the phone feel by the sit back Better get back before I click back Fuck all that chit chat Leave your slumped over at your kick back Made 10 mil in my first year 10 carats in both feet Pay 10k for the Cartier Just so I can see clear Discussing all over my fashion God damn it, I'ma be dancing I throw it up Monday at Magic She eat up the dick like a savage The same niggas sit on the block with me The same niggas sit to the car with me The same nigga hopping out Rory Them bitches be firing like we hit the lottery I like the sun to hit. I shine like the sun. Holla my diamond glitch. I sleep in designer. I got a ton of drip. I wanna flood the bitch. Send me a dub. I'm focused on money. I get them racks on me. Don't fuck with my money. You be your casualty. It's all about time. That paddock a book on me. She all on my line. Little bit with no fuck on me. I would've loved to hit. I could've fucked the pit. Had a bitch and fucked the friend. All the above. I don't need no assistance. She like the toilet. She like the toilet. I did not order cause I didn't order. Killer got mud. Killer got mud. She said a Percocet. Made for the purpose. I put that bitch on the mud. Call it dirty stuff. Call it for out of a nigga. No cap for my salary, nigga. Yeah, yeah. Nigga be mad at me, nigga. That bitch be out to me, nigga. Yeah, yeah. Line a nigga so I do. When I do bury me VIP. Line a nigga so I do. When I do bury me VIP. I'm crying the bitch. I like the sun to hit. I shine like the sun. Holla my diamond glitch. I sleep in designer. I got a ton of drip. I wanna flood the bitch. Send me a dub. I focus on money. I get them racks on me. Don't fuck with my money. You be your casualty. It's all about time. That paddock a book on me. She all on my line. Little bit with no fuck on me. Radio show just for young jock. I had to play that song again because I really love that shit. That was nice. That was so nice. We got young jock on with me, Miss Sandy, Nicole, Jock. What up? How you doing? Man, I'm doing great, man. I'm I'm, I'm actually in a very good space in my life, man. So feel awesome. Oh my gosh. Let me tell you, me, I have been following you forever, and I, I got so many questions. And let me let me get this promo thing out. If y'all got questions, y'all need to, you know, call in 646-668-2574. Now, I've been following you. You know, I also follow you uh, on the, um, Love & Hip Hop Atlanta, you know, the hairstyles. And you just tell us about this space. I want to catch you know, our listeners up about, you know, where you've been, where you are, and where you want to go. And we just going to sit here and listen. That's what we're going to do. We don't want to sit here and listen and interject because I have other questions. I'm working on my listening skills. All right. I mean, for the most part, you know, I'm a multi-platinum Grammy-nominated artist. And, you know, I've seen the highs and lows that could come from the music business when it comes to my genre of hip-hop. You know what I'm saying? 
And, you know, to come out the gate, I came out the gate. I didn't come out the gate. I mean, I came out young, but I wasn't as young as a lot of cats who get their first break. You know what I'm saying? A lot of cats, you got your 17 to 21 range. You know what I'm saying? I was 25, 25 when I hit. You know what I mean? And the craziest part about it all, you know, I I went through so many different trends and fads just, just, just with the evolution of time. And not, not, you know, not just saying my own evolution, just time, just as times change. And I've seen artists come and go, man, and it made me realize that, you know what, trends and fads and people will 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 definitely dictate how you're supposed to look, how people are supposed to talk, and how people are supposed to spend their money. And I just realized that I, I no longer wanted to be that cat, and that's why you kind of see me step away from the music. Uh, because I just I didn't I didn't want to be dictated by what people said I had to do, and I was always different trying to do my own thing. And I I, I think I go into a space now as an artist and as a man, as a businessman, to where like when people see the hair size and all that, that's just me saying, hey, I'm not scared of nothing. That's me saying, hey, I don't care if you like it or not. That's me saying, hey, I'm trying my best to be the best me. Nobody else, you know what I'm saying. And over time, uh, mm-hmm. evolving as a businessman, I've learned to take those 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 moments, those shock factors, those jock factors, and turn them into money, income. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not out here. You know, I'm not out here trying to be no 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 disrespectful individual. I ain't out here in the world trying to take from nobody. I believe in feeding my people, and I also believe in educating folks. So. A lot of times, you know, when people actually get a chance to talk to me, they always be like, whoa, by my, my intellect and the way I, I um, you know, hold a combo. And I'm just really, it surprises me because I'll be like, dang, I didn't think I ignorant to the world. Because people, are, and, I, and I've always been uh, one of those cats who can hold a decent conversation, who has some sense. But to the world, they don't know that. They just meet me in the trap, is going down, buy you a drink, knock you, you know. And they just go off with the vibe and get mm-hmm. the music, and they feel like in order to make that kind of music, you got to be ignorant. Like if you sold dope, if if I told you this cat came from dope and robbing, you gonna automatically assume that that's what my mindset is at all times. You know what I'm saying? So I've just learned to break the mold, my own mold. Is that I broke my own mold, and I got out of my shell, and I just said, "Hey man, whatever I feel like doing, I'm gonna do it." And if it shocks people, mm-hmm. then so be it. And that's that's really interesting. Being the co was having a you know like a, a debate because we disagreed. You know, um, she was like the definition of being decent. You know, you need to visit. It was a broad de- definition of being decent. And to me, it's it's you know it's um, it's individualized. Now with you, you know when you started you know doing the hair, I was you know I was upset. You know I'm like I feel like you know like the men that the kind of men. That, that I liked back in the 90s, whatever they used to look like, now they're starting to look more like me. You know what I'm saying? And I I don't understand this. We're wearing the same type of jeans. We're wearing the same type of shoes. You know, and it's, it was just really conflicting. But if I pause and, and get back and I haven't thought about this, you know, just to do this, this pop-up show, because we're here for you, <laughs> um, I look at, you know, even, you know, sit back and look at your – and how you rock with your exes on um, on um, on a reality show base? You are a good dude. That's the like there was like 
he's not an asshole persona. You know what I'm saying? We, we live, we make mistakes, we own it, we keep moving. I've noticed that pattern about you. So it, I, it, it shades out the hair thing. I, you know, I don't I like, if I blur out the hair thing, when I rock with the character, I rock with the character. Right. You know, right. um, well, so when I get there, I respect that. Well, hey, I appreciate Does that. Make sense? We all are entitled. So we all are entitled to our own preference. Whether it be the mm-hmm. purpose in height, the purpose in hair, or the purpose in whatever, we're all entitled to that. And that's where opinions mm-hmm. are formulated because your preference may not be what the next moment to next to you's purpose is. And, you know, right. the hair thing, you know, really for real, like when I did the shit, it was never done to like, it was more like, I'm going to just do it because I started to realize that life is short and there's a lot of things that people might want to experience before they, you know, expire. And me, I always say, well, yeah. I'm like a cool guy. I done been a cool guy. I'm a funny guy. I done been a funny guy. And in my heart of hearts, I feel like I'm an urban rock star. And when I say rock star, I don't mean like I'm walking around here trying to be the wildest cat on the block and wear a mohawk. But the one thing about rock stars that make them rock stars is the outlandish look a lot of times. They'll just do something just to make sure they're set apart. You can't sit me. You know, it's just like right now, even if you were to sit me in a discount bin, I'm going to stand out with the other discounted items in that bin. If you put me in a room, and I, and I notice when I walk in the room, if I look like whatever the status quo is supposed to be for that time, that era, that 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 stat, that, 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 that status, you know, if I look like that, oh, I'm accepted because I look like I'm of the status quo. But what happens if I could be of the status quo and walk in and you definitely recognize me, you definitely know there's nobody else in the room with that look, with that energy, with that vibe, with that persona. You got to respect it. And over time, you will, you won't see the hair as much. You'll be like, hey, whatever, whatever with the hair. But homie, real. Because, I mean, I can cut it off right now. I, 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 you know, me and my lady, I talked about a few times about me cutting my hair going back to a fade. Now, if I do that when I walk mm-hmm. in the room, when I walk into that room, am I going to have that same, that same flair? You know what I'm saying? Am I going to have that same, that same, like, you know, you still like, always oh, have a job. But, but you know, because what's crazy is, like, what you're saying, you know how many promoters have booked me, and then when I go to a city and my hair is not, out like they seen it you know, on social sites and stuff like that, and I go and I look like regular hip hop artists have braided with a hat on, or you don't see the hair. Guess what they say? Man, what the mm-hmm. hell? We thought you was gonna wear the hair. I thought you, you come with the hair. Okay, it's, it's confusing. It's confusing because you be like, "What well, damn? I thought y'all hated it." This is okay. This is my two part statement. My two part is. That that your new joint that we just played that I played twice because I really liked it. Um, you know, I have young 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 boys. My sons are twenty three and, and seventeen, and I listen to their music a lot. That music is something that they will rock with. You know what I'm saying? And um, and then your look. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it, it it's not even soft. Like I was wondering because a lot of I'm like, ooh, all the crushes I had in the nineties, they all like. They got they so soft right now. They all change. It's like why I fell in love with you. You ain't even got that shit no more. So I I got to get to know whoever this new person is. But I do, you know, I feel and and I heard 
I know there's a there's consistency in the music. Is this music today this new this new shit? Is it is there a consistency? Do you see a consistency, or do you see yourself switching up? Is there because um, I don't I don't feel a, a switch up. Well, I'm gonna say this, man. I'm gonna just say this. You know, <clears throat> I do know that there's a certain uh, frequency that the music is is on right now, right? And I do mm-hmm, know that definitely. it's okay. It's okay to be from a different era of music, and it's okay. But when you come into that new era, you know you can continue trying to do what you were doing in the past. But if you can't make it fit sonically to the frequency that the the, the right now era is on, then if you can't figure that out, people are gonna always cast you as old, old school. You're gonna sound old. Now, right now, mm-hmm. you know, somebody could say I'm going to old school because I came out in 2006. But but the music that I'm dropping now, it don't sound like 2006. I got some songs you hear right now and be like, oh, and I'm watching this happen in, in when I'm sitting in studios with certain people, individuals that I know going to tell me the truth. And they're like, oh, sh- why, 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 why didn't you put that out now? And I'm getting that type of vibe and energy from people. And that's because I'm in a good space. I'm in a good space, and I want to do music. And I'm, I feel like I'm at the forefront of the curve. You know, what I'm saying? at the edge of it. It's so funny. Like if you see me in person, though, like for real, for real, you know, I'm, I'm a lot smaller, but I'm, I, you know, I've been in the gym. So when people see me, they, they do double takes in person. It's like, wait, that's you? What you got? And women always tell me, like, wow, you look. You look great in person, and that shit be funny because I be like, so what, am I ugly on TV? Or, you know, am I not attractive? And then you be like, well, I don't know if you have something, but it looks good in person. And I get that, and it's okay. I accept it however it comes. But at the end of the day, I feel like with the music, man, with the music, where I'm at, where I'm coming from with it, it's like I'm straddling from being a mature adult and also being that uh, mm. immature adolescent. You see, I'm straddling because. Even some of the stuff I may say, like, as an adult male, I might not even want to tell you I'm rocking with a chick who want to feel Celine. You know what I'm saying? I might not mm-hmm. tell you that in person. I might not put that in a rap song. But I do know that people like the truth. So if I am dealing with a, if I got a home girl and she want to feel the lean, I put the, I put the chick on the mud, call it dirty sex. Like, just that fast, mm-hmm. a young cat going to hear that and know exactly what I'm talking about. But the mature adult mm-hmm. might not understand that she's going to go right past their ear. You know what I'm saying? So it's trying to mm-hmm. find that balance. This is like when, when Nelly did it. I'm uh, uh, going down, down, babe. Yo, street in the rain. Right? When you hear that, you just like, I, mean, I always sound like a fun single on song. But he's talking about strap ready to let it go. That man talking about riding down your street. I got them to do a drive-by. Even though he's not saying I, I'm going to do a drive-by. But he's saying, I'm riding on mm-hmm. a, a street sweeper ready to let it go. But the hood, the hood heard, they're like, oh, shit, I'm talking that shit. But somebody who, who, whose antennas don't pick up that frequency, they just hear this happy sing-along, the medium for a fun, good time. So in my music now, as, a, as an evolving, you know, artist, entertainer, I have to try to figure out a way to still be mature and talk about a different stuff, but still make it where that that immature adolescent can hear it, vibe to it, and and, and hopefully they get the message out of the music too. 
You know, so, I got I got a request. I got, I got my um. I, uh, uh, I'm gonna shut up. I'm gonna shut up. I'm gonna let Nicole ask her uh, questions. But uh, this, I, uh, and I hear that straddling the fence. A lot of you know, even even with Tupac, you know, Tupac was at a whole mental, you know, evolution state. Then his fans were probably ready to receive. So it's like you you we we as fans often confine a lot of artists to be in one space. Like, we don't even right. allow y'all to grow. You know what I'm saying? Right. So that, I know that could be very frustrating. So you try to incorporate your look, your style, your flow to incorporate new types of fans, right? So um, the new types of fans, you know, the younger, I said I got a 17-year-old and I got a 23-year-old, and they're, 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 they're young men. And, you know, a lot of your I would like for you to do you have a storyline as far as relationships, as far as um, heartache, as far as whatever that looks like. Put that in your songs. I mean, even um, I don't know what that looks like. I my, my son don't even listen to radio. He don't even listen to. He goes to YouTube, look listen to rap, rappers I've never ever heard of before. But he listens to them faithfully. And I may hear him on the radio, whatever. But he is a fan of going on YouTube. And he finds the artists that he likes and rocks with, downloads their songs. But in a lot of songs that they're listening to, these young black men, it's about pain. I don't know what that's about and frustration. So if you if you, you can tap in, I know you're in a good space right now, but if you could tap into that space where you were maybe frustrated and then how you came out of it, and put that and intertwine that into your damn thing, I think that's going to be popping. Well, honestly, I think that's what I, I was expressing about the mature adult in me. You get what I'm saying? Like, you listen to one mm-hmm. song right now, right? So, mm-hmm. well, you you hear me, like, come with an older record, make it sound youthful. So I got some more records where there is a lot more substance. Well, I'm talking about the heartache, the pain, the grief, too. You know what I'm saying, and they and they and they sing along records. They're not just album fillers. They sing along records too, and I, I definitely agree. You got I got a son that's 19, about to be 19, mm-hmm. and on his way to college. So there is a, a, a certain responsibility that I have as a father that don't naturally. I gotta I gotta let it be known too, as an artist, and put it in the music because it's a, a lot of times. We are, we are, we are in a position where we should be held accountable for what we keep putting out here. Because I mean, here's one thing about it: a lot of times I'm listening to the music, and I'm like, "Damn, that beat jamming like hell, the melody right." Man, home just said, you know, he ready to shoot everybody up, and it's kind of mm-hmm. hard when I'm sitting here listening to it, and that's not where my heart is at. So I want to vibe to this record so hard, but. The music is so depressing sometimes. Well, it's it's it's, mm-hmm. it's killing, and I just want to smash something, put on some drugs, and uh, take from you. And it just it's it's it can be very 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 oppressing if you let it. But somewhere in that you, mm-hmm. it's like you gotta have a filter. You have to have your own sense of uh, accountability and have a filter as a fan, as a listener. But the sad part about it is a lot of these kids, they haven't developed that mindset or understanding to be that person. I could listen to a song right now and be like, this shit's so ignorant. 
Just like the Kanye. She's such a fucking hoe. I love it. Yeah. What? Right. What? What? But you know you can relate to that. You know what I'm saying? You can, like, but you know I you can, can relate, relate to that. Like, but right, I can you relate get it. to it. I get it. I get it. But as an adult, when I hear it, see, here's the difference. Uh, uh, you know, once you get a certain age, you're going to hear shit for what it is. And you, you and, and somewhere in you, you're going to hear the, the 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 subliminal realm as well. You're going to hear what's below the surface. See, the, 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 the above the surface is he loves, she's a hoe and he loves it? Why would someone say they love a hoe? But the, under, the underside of it is, hey, hey, she's such a fucking hoe, but I love it, man, because she did. She made me feel good. She's such a hoe, but man, she got her shit together. She's such a hoe, man, but man, she ain't never did nothing but been a real one with me. And I love her for it. She's such a hoe that, but when, when I have sex with her, don't know other woman make me feel like it. And I love it. You get what I'm saying? So a lot of times these kids, they don't they don't have the filter to hear that shit. They're being straight up with you. They don't have that filter. They hear and they it's take it for face value. It's a filter that needs to be in a song. Like I think Eminem did it a while a long time ago in the early two thousands where you having a, 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 a talk with yourself. You got your alter ego, bad, don't give a fuck self. Then you got your conscious self that you feel like your grandma was watching you. And yourself is talking to yourself. You know what I'm saying? And so that's real. You know what I'm saying? Like, is she a hoe? When the fuck she out of her? I don't even want to know her name. Or, you know, you have this other side of you that say, oh, I feel bad, this and this and that, whatever that looks like. But either way, boom, we're not perfect. We're entitled to grow. And we're entitled to make mistakes as long as we learn from our right. mistakes. And I think as adults, you know, when these kids fail, to, a lot of kids fail to understand, like Kodak Black, we've been there, done that. You know what I'm saying? So you acting up like you some newfound territory, stop it. But they can't receive that because they know everything. So maybe as you're doing, I want you to put out things that they can relate to, you know, but you've been through a lot. You know what I'm saying? And you got into the game, you said at what, 25? And you weren't that young, but you knew a lot. You understand? So you understand right. the game. And, you know, if you intertwine, you got the, your, your, your nine-year-old going off to college, you can give them doses of medicine in that shit, right. too. Right. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you're not speaking you, from because you, you hold the other out. You're speaking, oh, but God did this shit. Stop it. Get your life. Yeah, I mean, so, I mean for instance, when I came out to the world, I was a married man. You get what I'm saying? Oh, I'm a married man with kids. So so no matter how immature I may have had to come off in the music or unstable I may have sounded. You know, when I'm getting off stage, I'm going home to a wife and kid. And I'm and I'm living that dream. See what I'm saying? That's that's the reality of it. I think that's where you're starting to see the industry go now as, as with what you're asking because it's okay. It's real life. And, and I think one of the things that has helped that is reality TV. <laughs> People talk about reality TV so much because it can be poisonous, just as the music can be, just as the, as the news can be, just as a movie can be. But it's also a, a, a stream of knowledge and, and, and wisdom if you if you if you if you are interested enough to find it. Sometimes you know what I'm saying. Sometimes a positive message can be right in your face, and you don't see the message of it all. And that's just the realness of it. Like, for instance, when I was married, right, 
and Love and Hip Hop asked me to be on the show. I was like, hell no. Hell no. I was like, uh-uh. I don't want to put that into the world. And then when I saw it, I was like, wow. Well, I turned down. I was like, damn, this, I could have been on this. But because because it, because I turned it down and I saw the success from people, what they got from it, I said, man, the only thing that's missing in that is somebody who can make people laugh and be real and be be a human, no matter what their status is. And I think that's where that whole role of you being able to say, because like for instance, you weren't able to see what type of dude, you weren't able to see I'm a good dude just through the music. Because if that's the case, you wouldn't have had to mention love and hip hop or TV to say that I see you a good dude. You just be like, hey man, for the minute you came, I knew you was a good dude. You see what I'm saying? So in my world at this moment, you're able to see that because of a love and hip hop. And that's why even if you see this season, I'm focused on my lady, Kendra. You know what I'm saying? This is the woman that I want to marry. You know what I mean? And it's cooler now. You know, if you look on the internet right now and they ask you my age, Wikipedia is going to tell you the wrong age because the label label made up an age for me to make me look younger. The label didn't want me to mm-hmm. say that I was married. You know what I'm saying? You would have knew that. It took the world to see love and hip hop and be like, oh, he was married. You get what I'm saying? So so mm-hmm. I just, I, I, I definitely feel young the whole being mature through the music and just and, and holding myself accountable as a... a a figure out here in the world. Yeah, that's what you're not. That's what I'm gonna say. I I I I know uh, my co-host Nicole. She got a mad questions. This is my point. I'm What's gonna, up, Nicole? I'm gonna shut up. Hey, talk. hey. You know, <laughs> I I just let Sandy have her way because she had already expressed. I can't wait to talk to him. I have so many questions. So I said I'm gonna wait my turn. It's my turn now. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, I'm, I'm with it. We on the phone, oh, baby. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so, Jack, tell us about, um, you know, in addition to Love and Hip Hop, and I see that, you know, you have your own radio show. What other business ventures do you have going on? Well, um, all right. So, I currently own one of the nicest hair salons in Atlanta. And that was another reason why I was doing all the crazy stuff with my hair, too, because I got a salon. Mm-hmm. Why not promote it through freedom of self-expression? Um, I also own one of the largest um, entertainment complexes in, in in Atlanta, which is Venue Nightclub. You know what I'm saying? Um, it is what it is, you know. And, I, and like, as you said, I have my own morning radio show in which I partnered up with my station to make sure that I can make my club and all my businesses jump. Wow. So, you know, you know, and I think through this season of love and hip hop, you'll be able to see that even more. My lady being an attorney, someone that helps keep me on the right path. You know what I'm saying? Just as I help her, you know what I mean? We, we, we swap and we swap knowledge on a regular, on a daily basis. And I think, you know, with the saying, iron sharpens iron, our our life and our relationship is the perfect example of that. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it is what it is. Okay, so we have a lot of um, relationship debates on our show. And um, can, just 
tell us a, I don't want to know all about your relationship, but just I so do. from you, <laughs> we don't have enough time for that. But just tell us about how, because we have a lot of uh, debates about compromising in relationships. So, uh, can you? Would you say that compromising in your relationship is important, or is would you say that it's like you're you're kind of conforming to what that person wants you to be, or you know, because we have this debate on the show, and <laughs> Sandy said you you shouldn't conform to what somebody wants you to be, and I say, well, you have to compromise in order to make the relationship work because that's a part of the work. So, can you just clear up this debate for us? All right. <clears throat> No, my morning radio show, I have a segment called Love Doc Jock, where I give relationship mm-hmm. advice every day at the same time. Hey. 905. You got to get what's the, uh, how can people listen to that? What's the, like, give the time to where you right tune in at? 905, excuse me, 905, ATL. So, I, I feel like uh, if, if there's no medium or grounds for compromise, you're a selfish person. Because no one Conform? is perfect. You're, I mean, when you start talking about compromising, that's that's people hear the word conform and think, work. oh, I'm totally going to do what you say and conform to your. If right now, I see here's the thing. Check this. Imagine my real lifestyle, me being an entertainer, right? And me going doing shows, always out in the nightlife. But my lady is an attorney who is up early morning defending people all over the state. Where will we ever work at if I'm always out while she's in the bed? You get what I'm saying? So somewhere uh-huh. I, had to, I had to make a compromise. I said, you know what, I need to do something that's going to give me the same type of money and can give me the same type of Platform as me being out here Just being a celebrity getting the money I need something that can work hand in hand With it that will allow me to continue Being a celebrity And still make the money But also To compromise enough to where I can be in bed With my lady Well, I can okay. be I can see compromising and not conforming, but I I I, well, I don't conform, see I mean, conform, conforming. Conforming if, if if listen, if my lady tell me she don't want me coming in the house later at twelve o'clock at night, and I'm willing to change that, do you don't think that's a, that's conforming? No, I think that's a compromise. Conforming it's more than saying, a compromise. You know what, to conform to, that means. I think you need to y'all, look at the definition of conform. Yeah, we almost have to Google this right now. Y'all don't get, get your life. I'm going to Google this right now. I'm going to Google this. I, mean, I'm gonna, I am just going to. Yeah. To compromise, we have, to compromise is to change. To, uh, compromise is the will to make a change for the greater good or, or, for the, or, or, the, or the worse. Now, to conform. Now, if you're telling me I got to stop coming in the house past 12 o'clock and I'm willing to do that, that's more than a compromise. I've conformed to your rule. That, is, that has become a rule. You got to keep, keep in mind, you know, we, it's just a play on the words at this point. A compromise in a relationship is everything. Listen, 
I, I used to have a lot of female friends, right? My lady never mm-hmm. made me. She never made me cut that 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 circle of acquaintances and associates or even friends off. She never made me do that. But I realized that I have a better relationship when I made my own. When I compromised that, I said, "Hey, I'm willing to give that up to make sure that this relationship is healthy." Now, because she didn't make it a rule. I didn't conform, but because I clearly could understand what any woman would feel like, maybe this is something you should think about doing. You know, I, it was a compromise. Oh, you know what? Maybe I just—I don't like to compromise and conform. You make adjustments because to make things work. You make adjustments. I like that word better because word. when you conform, you got stuff that 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 show seeking sister wives, another reality show. You know, and Vanessa, there's a black. Couple, oh, guy Dimitri. Yeah, I, I bring them up all the time. Let me tell you something. They were oh, vegan. They didn't do whatever. She liked steak, so she conformed to their diet. She conformed herself to their lifestyle so, to make so that relationship And at the think, same time, she was losing herself. At the same time, she was losing herself, but, and so she broke up with what? them. I but cannot my, my lady, keep. Sandy. But guess what? But, 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 my lady is not losing herself, right? But she had to conform right. to dealing with a celebrity. Because now when we walk around, she has to always be aware that someone's watching. She has to always be aware and on alert. Don't grab your pistol right away just because somebody's walking up. Because fans are walking up, are people who are entertained by me. When I'm, hey, baby, I'm going to be gone for two weeks because I'm going to Vegas, Cali, then we're going to hit Sacramento, then we're going to go on up to Oakland. Well, she's got to conform to that lifestyle if it's going to work. See, the word conform, you're looking at it as such a... Uh, I know, I'm reading the definition as you speak. So she would have to conform, meaning somewhere in there she'll have to say, okay, well, look, I got to change my schedule enough so I could be with you sometimes and vice versa. So she conforms to the thought mm-hmm. and the idea of being able to or having to travel, not being able to travel, having to travel. Because if you want to get to me and I'm on that side, you have to do that. So that means she has to Okay, conform. I, I, I can say adapt and adjust. I can say adapt. Uh, like when you have exactly. kids. You, I like that exactly. word better. I like you got to okay, adapt, you got to adjust. You know, you know we can rock why, with listen, that. I can rock with that. That's why there's a, you know. book, there's a book. There's a book. And it's called The Thesaurus. And I know that you know what that is. <laughs> that's why there's a synonym and antonym. So this word, like, this word, you might get hung up on that word. But it's another word. It's a cousin right next to it. It's the same thing. It sounds less intrusive or offensive. I was thinking the same thing. It's just a synonym. It's a synonym of conform. That's, it's so, okay, though. Well, but, anyway, but that's right. I, it's, it's presentation is a factor, okay? Presentation. If I give you a steak on a dirty-ass plate, and everything else, presentation is a factor. So it needs to be presented so I can receive it. So I do receive, adjust, and adapt to your environment. You adjust to it. I do receive on that. A, on a is, conform plate. <laughs> what a good thing is, the good thing is you guys can sit next to each other and have this combo. Y'all can converse about these words y'all want to use and the idea of compromising, adjusting, conforming or whatever and to actually be able to come to a a meeting point where everybody can say, Well, okay, great. That's what life about. That's what I say about that's what I mean by the saying, iron sharpens iron. 
Because somewhere in there, mm-hmm. even though you are not willing to accept that word, because something in you just want, I, I can't do it. it mm-mm. To the point where you had to go look in the dictionary <laughs> to prove your point. <laughs> but you still dumb. found, we Damn found it. a common ground for all of us to agree. A compromise. Right. Yeah, it's saying radio. You know, we may agree, we may disagree, we may agree to disagree, but we're going to find some type of solution. That's the ultimate Amen. goal. Amen. You know, and this is where it goes. You know, we're going to find a solution. And um, I'm, I could rock with adjust, you know what I'm saying? I have to adapt, <laughs> you know. You know, if I'm camping, you got to adapt to that environment, you know, to make it work because you want it to work. Um, so I get it. 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 I get it so much. You know, I was I was hurt. You know, um, with the perm thing, and I know it. That's just the look. You know, my my youngest son, they be doing stuff with their. Well, I never heard. I never heard. When Tony Braxton started dating Birdman, I was like, oh my gosh, what the fuck? See, you know, you I no envisioned him being. No <laughs> I was really in my feelings. <laughs> I was totally in my feelings. I was like, oh my gosh, why? What is what is these, I don't understand. This is not has not been a matchup. Uh, I, in that mind, it, it wouldn't have been a matchup. But see, the more see. I see him through her eyes, and then I see him, his character. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh. And I have again, kind of again. No, yes. watch this. I'm just no, saying. I'm trying to be real sick. No, watch get this. A, get a job. We just get talked a. about. We just talked about that. No. We, no, I did. I'm just telling you what I was thinking. Don't judge me how I used to think. I ain't going to judge. That's what I'm saying. I ain't going to do. I'm not saying. I'm going to what I'm thinking. This is what I'm going to point out for you, though. This is what I'm going to point out. The whole idea of this is very simple. How are you seeing it through her eyes now? Tell me that. How are you able to see that? Well... I watch Brad. No, no, listen. I watch and I'm a woman. At the end of the day, I'm a woman first, and I've been through my trials and tribulations with men. Okay, so look at corporate, the ones that didn't look corporate or whatever that looks like. So, and I, and the, the, what I'm looking at, Birdman. First of all, Birdman. You looking at? You looking at? I was looking at. I was looking at. I was looking at that. Right. But listen, but first we look at we look physical. We looked at that first. But then I was looking at, you know, she has her own issues, you know, financial issues and a lot of things that, you know, many men won't stick around for. You know what I'm saying? Or they're trying to get over on her for. But it looks like he's it looks like and I'm not outside looking in, that he really has her back. Where a lot of men they wouldn't. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But or they're trying to fan. they wouldn't. But now you're so talking that, about the outside that, looking that in. Means his character. But now you're talking about the outside looking in, what I was speaking on earlier, having certain platforms that open your eyes to the many truths that surround us that are, are not often there because people say that's not what people need to see when you're a celebrity. I mean, you look at some of the greatest iconic entertainers, they got a wife. For real, mm-hmm. they got a significant other. Like, let's let's think about it. Like, they they do, but you may mm-hmm. not see them all the time. You I know, know but they be kissing on men, though, so it's confusing. Well, see, I ain't got nothing you know, to do with that. They don't got nothing to do with me. You know, they be kissing. They don't got nothing to do with us. I don't know what this is. But they don't got nothing to do with us, though. We can't. Hey, listen, that's why I don't judge. I live my life. In a, I, I'm always in a judge-free bubble. I walk around, I right. live, I and sleep, I try to be eat. too. I do, I do, I try to be. Don't, no mean, I don't have my questions. Okay? I get, okay. 
so okay, so Jack, this Nick. So with being on reality television, how do you handle when people cannot separate you the person from the artistry or, you know, what they seen you do on T V from who you really are because like, okay, so what she's describing is like, okay, so I see him and I see the personal and I see that it, from the outside looking in, it's like he basically, he helping her out financially. But how do we know that that's really what it is? Because the story is that they were friends first for a long time before they crossed the line. So how do you separate the people from being in their feelings and having this thought about you from, you know, who you really are and how you truly move. Well, honestly, oh, you kiss real on men it. and you don't really like men, but you like men, but you kiss it on men. I just don't, I'm confused. I'm sorry. Well, you, well, that should be our concern anyway. We, we just here for the entertainment, not for their personal life. That's the problem. We get people wrapped it. up in their personal lives <laughs> that we well, can't appreciate them as the, the entertainer. Well, let's be for real. I'm going to give you a perfect example. Let's say Danny Glover. I'm going to say, I don't uh-huh. know how many younger people listening, but let's say Danny Glover, right? Uh-huh. We saw Danny Glover in Lethal Weapon. He was kind of cool. He was a little uptight, uh-huh. but he, even though he was a cop, he was kind of okay. But then you take Danny Glover in the movie Color Purple. You couldn't stand his ass. You uh-huh. hated him. Uh-huh. You understand what I'm saying? People get caught up in movies, and that's them seeing this story. That that plays for an hour and a half, and that's it. So when they watch a reality TV, they get caught up in that character even more because they're seeing them in a, a lot of different scenarios, and it's a longer time period to watch and learn his character, engage his character's intentions, motives, his moves, his personality, his angles, all that. So for so for me, when I'm around, I've been, I've been women just walk up to me and be like, "You a hoe," and I say, "Where am a hoe at?" <laughs> Well, I see you on TV. I said, okay, well, what you saw, what you saw on TV? You was with all them hoes. I said, well, let me explain something to you. If you go back and look at when me and Carly Red was in the studio, and I walk in the studio, it's like women, y'all have convenient amnesia. Y'all will see this, which y'all want to see. <laughs> I walk in the studio this one This supposed to be my, my, my girl, and I walk in the studio, and a whole other celebrity is in her studio session that I don't book, and he in her face. How do I realize how the fuck I'm supposed to react to that? Or oh, I just supposed to be cool with that? We supposed to be good? I supposed to be faithful now? I see what you want. So people act like they didn't see that when Carly Red and Jeremiah was in the studio. And then when she tells the man, "Oh, I had a great time with you this weekend." Well, what what, what the hell you been at with this, this dude this weekend? But then on her green screen, this is the part y'all get caught up in. Well, he only came to my studio session. But goddamn, in the scene you just said you had a great time with him this weekend. So just that fast, nobody saw her fault, but it was all my fault because I started messing with KD. But hell, if she wasn't messing, messing around on me, I might not start wandering off, lingering on. You get what I'm saying? So y'all mm-hmm. think y'all want to be, and sometimes I have to tell people that. Then I say, okay, so after KD, I had my kid's mom. Mm-hmm. That's what you saw. Then I kind of went back to Carly. But where did you see me be a hoe at? You never saw me be a hoe. You never, you didn't see me every time they saw me never seen. I was with a new chick. You didn't see that. But because I'm a man and they know I got eight kids, I was a hoe. Not realizing that I was married. I, I had my first son. That didn't work out with me. His woman. I married. The next one, me and I was married for 12 years. 
We had three kids. Mm. Okay. Okay. In the process of find out my oldest child was not mine biologically with her. That put some, oh, wow. you know, that, that definitely threw me off. The marriage died from that after that. Not from that, but after thereafter, started to go downhill. So then I went looking for love. I wasn't being a hoe. I didn't make four more kids just with four different random women. It was the two women that I was dating, and they had twins. Both of them had twins. Uh, you know what? Now, that could Your pull-out game was whack as hell. And you just like, didn't like using condoms. Oh. I thought that's just like, see how we just, I even, so you can't lock the shit up right but, now. But, 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 but hold on, though. But, but look, though. You look at, if you look at the industry right now, and you look at these cats, they having five and six babies in in two years with five and six mm-hmm. different women. Mm-hmm. My oldest son is 19 years of age. Okay. My youngest mm-hmm. kids, they they are five years of age. You look at the time I've been, you know, I've been rocking out on TV. I ain't been no more kids. Ain't no more. It ain't been no more kids. Ain't been no more. Too many more girlfriends. You, uh, to be honest with you, you know what I'm saying. After after me, KD, the whole BKD Carly situation. I mean, it's been Kendrick. So to tell people that I don't have, I don't have enough time in the day to tell a random stranger on the street who walks and say, you a hoe on TV. I don't have enough time. I just laugh. I say, man, thank you for watching. Glad you're entertaining. <laughs> I just have to keep it moving because I can't, I don't have the time mm-hmm. to express that. So at the end of the day, we all going to get a bad rap some kind of way. I don't care who you are. I don't care who you are. The late great Nipsey Hussle, right? We know who his lady was. Let me tell you something. If Lauren London starts to date within 12 months from now, even she will get some backlash from that. Because somebody going to have that something to regardless. The twins, mm-hmm. where at this point she's still human. Yes, she lost her, her, she may feel like she lost her soulmate. You know what I'm saying? The best thing, the best man would happen to her. But she's still human. She's still going to long mm-hmm. for companionship. She's, she's still going to desire to be loved. But somebody mm-hmm. can even have something to say about that. Here, if she wait two years, somebody going to have something to say about that. So somewhere mm-hmm. you have to live your life for you and not what other people think. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, every day we walk outside the door, is a compromise somewhere. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Driving down the street. Mm-hmm. Driving down the street, you got to give up this spot on, on the street so this person can get by or not hit you. It's all a compromise. You might have to change lane to speed up. It's all a compromise. And I'm just playing back on the word y'all been using for today. <laughs> you know I use that word. Get the, I use that word. Y'all only listen to me. I use I use adjust. Well, you have to adjust. You gotta adjust your lane <laughs> so you won't get hit. <laughs> right. That's that's yeah. We got yeah. Yes, that young Jock. He's been. He you know he you you clarified a lot of shit to me. For me personally, that's want to say for me, and I'm hopefully our listeners and and Nicole. You know, um, you speak for yourself, but for me, you you clarified a lot um, with the hair. I was if he bought the goddamn hair, and I was like, ugh, like he, he's fucking good dude. Hair. You know what I'm saying? Like, because right, I never had a perm. Let me just throw, let me just say that my house ain't been perm. <laughs> it's on the press. So guess what? Guess what? My lady went what? through this whole phase with me. As soon as I watched that shit, it turned right back to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She go right back. You know, you know what? I went 
natural. So I'm natural right now, and it's so. I like I feel you. Like when you said that, you know, I want to live my life. I'm trying. I'm tired of trying to conform myself to fit whatever you think I should be. I want to try right. something different. I want to do this, and so I I really resonated with that because I I should I went on Facebook live and shaved my head to shave it because I was just so tired. I got to wrap my hair every goddamn night. I put the scarf on. I don't even like to look pretty. I just I'm gonna just I don't even know. I never knew what my natural curls looked like. My coils looked like. My stylist would say, "Oh, you got a nice braid of hair. You got I don't know what that looked like." I see a little kink perm that bitch, but now I'm like, okay, let me see my hair and okay, and, and so I get that, you know, we get one life. You if what? you try to like me and you get one life, one. You know, what? I can't compete. I can't always conform. I want to say I can't always conform to meet what you think I should be. Somehow I gotta fit in there what I like or want to try, and I'm hopefully I'm rocking with a person and a man that. Respect me want to try that. But, like, you know what I'm saying? And you look like, it sounds like you found a woman that is not necessarily conforming, that she really rocks with the core of who you are. Even if you want yeah. to change it up, whether you want to keep it, um, you want to keep it, uh, you know, uh, blow it out, or you want to do whatever. But that's the key. If anybody has to find themselves, I think I've read somewhere where Prince's first wife, he, she, he had her going to bed, full makeup, full hair, full this. You're conforming to meet his needs and desires. That's too much. In some aspects, you you've got to keep a, a good percentage of who the fuck you are in that relationship. But guess what? Guess what? Let me explain something to you. See, that's where I think <laughs> the mindset, People, <laughs> it's hard for people to adjust. Because at the end of the day, let's be honest, Let's say you live in a regular-ass, nine-to-five-ass life, and you meet this superstar, this multi-talented entertainer, this mega star like a prince. And that's all. He's not asking you to change who you are, but he's saying, shit, when I, when I look at you, I want you to look like your best when we in bed. When we having sex, I don't want your hair tied up. That's all he's asking of you. But to you, that sounds like, oh, that's doing too much. I can't, mm-mm. He's trying to control me. He wants me to conform. When all he's saying is, hey, I'm going to give you the best life ever. All you got to do is do this. Think about a military mom, a, a military wife. Her husband go down range. He gone for goddamn 18 months. You don't think that's a sense of conforming? You got to do that too. Imagine that shit, to live a half-ass lifestyle. You ain't making a lot of damn that's money in the military. That's two different things. That's two different things. I met a couple I met a couple this past weekend, and, you know, the woman, was, she was very fit, and the guy, he wasn't so fit, right? But she said, I love my big old teddy bear. I'll hop on his big ass and fuck him like whatever. And she loved him as is. I'm pretty sure if he were to lose weight and do whatever, she's going to still love him the same. But if she required him, in order for us to have sex, and you want me to really get into it, you need to drop about 40 pounds. You need to do this. You need to do that. And that, if he's not in that space to do that, okay, then I think it's wrong. 
You know, I think it's wrong. It's wrong. He needs you to find somebody that's going to look at him and say, you know what? I will fuck you all that. I will ride all that blubber all day long. He got that. He got a woman well, that rocks him why, for who he is right now. But that's why you don't. That's why women like you hearing the word conform. That's why you got a problem with it because you know that there, there are options. There are options. I can, I, man. It's a billion people in the world. You want me to lose this weight just so we can do X, Y, Z? I'm out. That's how you expect him to be, right? But at the end of the day, if he want that woman bad enough, and that's the only thing she asking, go for it. That's right. You know, one of, you want you. Let me tell you one of the main thing my woman told me, and she didn't tell me it's the only way that she could date me. But she said, "Hey, I see you make all this money, but if you don't get your credit together." It's going to be hard for us to rock. You know why? Because she think about her future. Mm-hmm. And you got to understand mm-hmm. that. Now, I could have been like, man, fuck all mm-hmm. that. I get a shit. I ain't, I ain't even fucking with no credit. I don't need no credit. Well, I'll rip. She going to automatically mm-hmm. feel like I'm not understanding. We're not matching. We're not equally yoked. Because that's, that's part of your mm-hmm. financial picture. And if your financial picture is looks shit and shitty and shabby, then what does it say about you as the, the other side of that But you're not in that case. <laughs> You're not, nah, in, not that that you're not in that space. You're not. Are you not? Are you not attached enough to that person to where you would help? You can help mm-hmm. me. That person ain't listening to you enough to where you you showing them a better way. But because oh, it sounds like I have to conform for the better way, then I can't do it. But shit, that that made me a better person. It made me a bit better businessman. Mm-hmm. It made me look at right. my overall financial scope and financial picture from a whole other angle. Like, you know what? I got I got a, I got the cream of the crop on my side. Shit, this is what you want as a man. She right. look good, breaks off me, and she got my head on right to where I want to do better. She don't make money, right. but she's showing me how to make more money and keep money and save money. So even when you look at that picture, I just love him and his fat ass, and I'm gonna hop up on him and ride the shit out of him. But you walk around this motherfucker healthy. You walk around here healthy, mm-hmm. and he on the verge of being a diabetic, high cholesterol, goddamn bad back, and, 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 and bad heart patient. You see what I'm saying? So somewhere mm-hmm. in there, yeah, you feel like you should love him accordingly, but don't you want to love a healthier him? Don't you want to be like, hey, I want you to be healthier? But it's not a requirement, so I understand what you're saying. As long as you don't make it a requirement, it's cool. But what if a woman is good enough? She say, hey, if you're going to date me, you got to look like what I want. Is that wrong? Mm-hmm. Well, women, I do women know do it all the time. Y'all have to wear a bra all day long. Y'all have to wear a bra all day long because a man want to see them titties sit up on your chair. So you got to wear that bra. <laughs> Y'all walk you know around why? all day long because a man want to see your figure. He want to see your shape. Y'all walk around all day long like a guy in a can of biscuits trapped behind some spanks or a guy down a weight <laughs> table. Talking about you snatched. Let's talk about real <laughs> shit now. You talking to the right one? No, shit. The I was on the phone with you thirty minutes ago. I'm gonna give it to you. <laughs> Look, yeah, all I can say is you said that one statement is that if they do not, to use y'all word, I don't like to use conform, is they don't want you like that. They don't want you that bad. They don't want this that mm-hmm. bad. They don't want this relationship yeah. that bad. So they're yeah. not in that space. And that's and and people have options. You know what I'm saying? And you said this is why I require now what I'm requiring you to do is not, you know, 
you know, going to kill you. It's actually going to help ele- elevate you as an individual. It's going to elevate you. So yeah. I get that. But some people's requirements and performance is not necessarily helping them to elevate the next person. Sometimes that their, their, their shit is just stuck. Let me, let me ask you okay, a question. So let me ask you a question. There's a borderline. There's a borderline me, kind of thing. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Let's talk about anybody who's won the championship. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about anybody. Let me tell you something. If you want to be great, you're going to get your ass in here and work out. If you want to be great and you want to win, you're going to get your ass out here on this practice field and you're going to practice. You want to be great, you want to be one of the greats, you're going to get your ass some social, some, some media training. So when you talk to people, you can talk like you got some goddamn sense and you can get these endorsements from these people who want to push their product, but they need somebody who can actually okay, be pause sold. Pause that right there. Pause right there. That social thing, that talking, Steve Harvey mentioned that. He said he had a, a, a social coach or talking coach or whatever, voice coach, that told him that he talks to country. You cannot talk this way if you want to whatever. He said, that ain't me. I got to be me. So one thing is sometimes you, when you try to conform, you lose yourself. We lost a lot of artists like Whitney Houston when people, Clive Davis, tried to make her be something she really wasn't. You know what I'm saying? When you trying to – you battling two different three, four, five, six, seven personalities, and you know, and none of them are truly who you are because you're trying to conform to appease everybody else, the record label, your spouse, your lover, your whoever. You know, at some point you have to recognize who the fuck you are. You need to stand on all that shit. Okay, okay let him finish shit. his thought. Let him finish it. I could touch on what she's saying. It's the same shit. At the end of the day, even Whitney, you talk about where she could have, you know, she could have been, we lost her. But let's say if she didn't have that social training, even with the Steve Harvey, yeah, they may tell you, you ain't going to get no real being country, but you still got to talk like you got some goddamn sense. You still got to know because you're right. a comedian. So he, he, his sense of humor, his angle, the way he, he the way he puts his thoughts together as a comedian, hey, you might be a little too raw. If you if you, you know if you want this clean, because think about it, he on he on daytime TV and morning radio. You don't hear him cuss, cursing. You don't hear him right. some of the stuff he talk about. He can't talk about it no more because he's not just a comedian anymore. He has a bigger, broader platform, so he still had to conform. Whether we want it, just from where you look at it, at like okay, he didn't want to go with the, the social media. The, I mean the the, the 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 media specialist training because that one person told him, oh, you're never gonna do this, never gonna do that. But Steve Harvey's still educated; he still got some goddamn sense. So somewhere in there, they may not have been. He maybe he didn't need media training to be like, what's your boy who played on the Seahawks, the, uh, Marshawn Lynch. Uh huh. Mm. That man was amazing. But get uh-huh. where? He fell off. You know why he fell off? Because he wasn't willing to perform. All they wanted him to do was be able to drink like you got some goddamn fit. And he wasn't willing to do that because he felt like he didn't need that. He already successful. He already living his dream. Well, if you want to keep living your dream and keep making them mega bucks and get you to the next level, this is something that you need to do. And it's going to help what? Elevate you. But he was too stubborn. And guess what? That's why at the last minute, at the biggest, the height of his career, he was going to be this champion. He was gonna, You're going to win this goddamn Super Bowl. They don't even give you the goddamn ball. Mm-hmm. We don't give a shit about how many people happy or upset about it. People will spite their nose to shame their face. 
Mm-hmm. So at the end mm-hmm. of the day, what I'm trying to say is somewhere in there you have to be coachable because you don't know it all. Everything, you, your whole life, you conform to it, to something. Your religion, you want, what, what's your religion right now? For me, religion, I, I, I'm not, I, I'm not even rocking with religion because religion is, itself is man-made. And if okay. I did, I been doing my research, but I do believe in God. I believe, you know, okay. in Jesus. Okay. But well, let me ask you a question. Me, a religion is no, well, let me ask you this because I'm not going to have a religious conversation with you, so don't worry about trying mm-hmm. to stray off from that by saying <laughs> what you just said. <laughs> We're not going to get into religion. What I'm going to use is religion because the average person has an understanding. Uh, uh, somewhat of religion If you were born into a household Right now Whoever you are Whatever that household's religion is Nine times out of ten That's going to be your religion So you come into this world Conforming to someone else's plan To someone else's dictatorship Whether you know it or not You know what I'm saying That's the only reason I'm still on this word Because y'all brought me into that word I ain't even know that shit We didn't talk about the music no more We just haven't heard this talk Just real shit You know what I'm saying But right now Right now I could take Two people from Atlanta, Georgia Right now And I could produce I can get get them to conceive a child Before that child Can even really Hold his head up on his own. We could take that child and give him to a family in Japan. Although that child black, if we put him with that family in Japan, what language do you think he's going to be speaking? Japanese. Exactly. Japanese. Exactly. That's what I'm trying to say. So a lot of times we're already conformed, and that's why we be so conflicted with ourselves sometimes and conflicted with others. Well, go ahead. No, I get what you're saying. That's what I get it. I get it. And, and even to touch on the religion and the people you you are often raised and you follow the rules of whatever religion that you belong to. But a lot of times, and I can speak for myself, you know, I I involve myself in relationships and relationships I never should have because I didn't know myself. I was trying to do what I, you know, my mom told me to do or. Whatever, and not really knowing who Sandy was. You know, I didn't know who Sandy was. So I'm doing what I, mean, I see this on TV. I see my friends. This is as okay as my mom likes him. I like him. You know, whatever that that is. But involve your. I'm involving myself in relationships, even friendships. I don't even know myself, so I'm conforming. I'm doing things, and and I'm like, oh, I really don't like this. And I'm, you know, when I start to like do it, and like I like. I dislike this more than I like it, okay? <laughs> and the person I'm telling this, you know, to, I'm saying, I really don't like doing this. You know, and and what comes to my mind, you know, I can remember, oh, I have a girlfriend right now. Her boyfriend wants her to engage in uh, threesomes and stuff like that. And um, she said, I really don't, I don't want to do that. Now, you get women that will go ahead and go do the threesomes because, you know what, that's what my man like. You know, he trying to make me a better person. He trying to make me be good. I want and I want to keep him. So I'm going to go ahead and do this threesome. You're conforming to like but you don't like it. And then what ends up happening, you start doing things more so because he likes it and not because you like it. In a fair relationship, I'm not going to if I see my man not really liking it, 
and I love him, I'm not going to want him to do things I know he doesn't like. It's like forcing your kid to do something you know they don't like. But because I like it, please me, because I want you to do that. At some point, we have to get concessions and respect the person that we're with. Just because I may like it, but I see that you really don't like it, and I love you enough, I'm cool with I'm doing it. Well, at some point, there has to be that. I mean, yeah, but you don't, you know, you're not trying to make Ain't people no do but. everything. What do you mean, but? I'm saying, everybody, listen, what I'm saying is this conversation, this, this combo can go on for a whole other day if we want Because <laughs> at the end of the day, we're all trying to make our point. We're mm-hmm. all trying to make our point. And that circles right back to that word. When you're trying to make your point, there are some things you got. You, people have to understand about you. You have to. People have to see it from a certain way that you see it, until you feel like your point is made. And compromise comes within that. And conformity comes in that too. I mean, it's just we we could be off that word, but that is man. You know, I, I you know I so appreciate it. We stop playing music and shit because this is a very good conversation. I'm learning. I'm learning a lot, and I'm you know I'm able to say the word. Um, conform, uh, you know, a little bit easier now. And then, uh, Jock, you, you go by Young Jock still, you go by Jock. Let's see if people just call you Jock. You just go by Young Jock. What is that? Man, I'm just, whatever, whatever you feel like calling me at the moment. Because somewhere, in there, you know what I'm saying, my mama named me Jock Phil, and she named me Jock. Mm-hmm. A lady by the name mm-hmm. of Carolyn Miller named me Young Jock. And I was like, Young Jock? She like, because she, she thought I was this young kid for a long time, and I was working with her. She never really knew my age. So one day when she found out my age, she like, boy, you're way younger than that. Boy, you, why your name need to be Young Jock? And I was like, nah, nah, nah. Jesus, Young Jesus, I'm cool. She's like, nah, you need to be Young Jock. And I'm like, alright, I might see what it feel like. And I remember the first time I said it to somebody, they was like, Young Jock? Oh, I like that. that and, and, and this reaction I was getting from people when I said it, it was sticking. Mm. Young Jock. So Young Young Jock, he, 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 you have really, you know, my wheels are spinning in my head. And so the whole thing, the whole conforming, adjusting um, in a relationship to your significant other, um, the conforming, adjusting, when they're, when you see their, that of conforming and adjusting is making you a better person. You know, I commend that, and especially if you're in the space to receive it. And as you started this conversation, and because it's not an interview, it's a conversation, you you, you come on any um, um, show on the DR network, um, it's a conversation. And that you're in a space to receive it, that's pivotal. Um, if you are in a space where, you're just, I feel like you're just conforming, just to conform. You're not really in the space to really appreciate what's happening, but you just, like, I just got to keep him. So I'm going to do this threesome. I'm going to look like this. I'm going to be full makeup. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And that's really going against your grain. We talked about options. You have options. You don't have to do that if it makes right. you that unhappy. You know what I'm right. saying? If it makes you that unhappy, you need to disengage and do something else. I don't have a problem with that. I have no rejections of what you just said. 
at the end of the day, if you're in the space to receive it, because I mean, hell, like me for instance, I, I I've dated women women where I wanted threesomes, right? Because I knew mm-hmm. I, that was an inkling that they would they wouldn't mind or that they like women. So while I was dating them, that was all fun because that was the type of woman that was. But then when they say they wanted to get serious, I'm like, nah, I don't really want to get serious with you not doing all this stuff. And they're like, but I thought you'd like it. I mean, I do, but I don't want that for my wife. Uh, mm. Did y'all just hear now that this shit? could go a whole another day. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, but I think, and I think that's, but that calls for, again, uh, people who have platforms and, 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 and have following a following and fans or whatever you want to call it, we 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 have to be held accountable because you know I got I got five daughters. You understand what I'm saying? Five daughters. You know, people always tell me, "Boy, you gonna catch hell by the way you did these women." And I and I and I it's, it's weird to me because I I'd be like, "Well, how many girlfriends? How many wives do you have at this moment?" What you mean? I got one wife. I said, well, how many women did you go through to get to that one wife? And that shuts that whole fucking combo down because oh. people try to make it seem like, oh, because you done been through so many women, you're a bad person. Well, you didn't just meet this woman, and that became your wife. Nine times out of ten, they go like that, even as a woman. Are you married? Either one of y'all married? No. I, no. That's, no. No. I, but, no, no. But no. at this point... But at this point, I'm pretty sure I can tally up at least 10 relationships between the both of you. Hell, I could probably get 20 relationships, 10 apiece, between the both of you, mm-hmm. correct? No, 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 Give or take, you're <laughs> I, I can tell you I have not been in a relationship. If you're going to sit on this platform and tell your people yeah, I'm going to sit on this platform. That's why, listen, let me tell you something. All my shit is public. All my shit is public. I don't, none of my shit is private. I'm not saying you're a hoe. You ask the question. I'm listening. I said. I'm not saying you're a hoe. You don't listen to the answer. You ain't going to listen to the answer. You want to hear what you want to hear? Go ahead. Wait, let me give you a question. Before you give me the answer, let me give you all of it. I'm not saying you're a hoe. I'm not labeling you as promiscuous either. I'm mm-hmm. just saying, you can't tell me you haven't had at least 10 relationships. I'm talking about when, no. like, when me and this person is talking, we're dating. You can't tell me you haven't no. been out on 10 different dates with 10 different men. No. Let me tell you something. Well, let me tell you why. I have. Okay. Okay, I'll just say this. Okay. Um, oh, okay. What, what, 10 different women? <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not bisexual. I'm not bicurious. <laughs> I'm not a lesbian. I'm not any of that. Y'all gonna let me answer? Y'all, y'all gonna make your own conclusion? Make your own conclusion. You know, you can answer. I don't give a fuck anymore. You know, I, <laughs> for me, okay, okay, for me, um, I have two kids. I've never been in love. Okay, so I was talking about whether I, I, I chose to be with men, and I didn't even know myself. You know what I'm saying? Like, I could drop curse words. Like these guys, I like. I have a corporate look. I have a kind of a corporate. Like a, whatever that is, and I would try to conform to use the word we've been using tonight. I would try to conform to be who I thought he wanted me to be, or be what my mom, you know, would tell me a man would like. 
And the moment I, you know, want to be sandy, oh, it's too much. Oh, you curse. That's not, don't do that. Don't do this. Don't do that. And I would get irritated. My face would break out. My face so fucking clear now. But, you know, I'm like, I got to be sandy because, you know what, sandy is like dope as fuck. You know what I'm saying? And I want to meet a man. But the thing is, unless I'm cool with me being me, how am I supposed to, you know, connect with somebody that likes me as well? If okay, my so ass doesn't like me. So you telling me, you telling me, you only had two kids by one man or two men. You only dated two men in your whole life. Is that what you gonna say to him? You okay? If you say dated, okay, listen, listen. You I said, said you dated. said ten. No, 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 no. You I said ten. I you said ten. I said no. I said it was less than ten. That's all I'm saying. You said the okay. word the number ten. And I was like, no, but it's been less than 10. I've been proposed to. I've been, you know, um, I've cared. I've, You know, but it hasn't been 10 motherfuckers, you know. Okay, no. so you're telling me, you know what I'm saying is you're telling me and your co-host and your listeners, mm-hmm. you've never been on at least 10 dates. I ain't saying where you was, you was locked okay, I, in. I, I I'm think, talking about I think. You said they did. You dated like they did. So, uh, yes, I've been on several dates. You know, there Why was one and done. Why is such a play one on these dates. words? Yeah, yeah I'm trying to get clarity. I'm trying to understand. I'm in a different who, debate, so I'm really trying to with. understand shit. Do yeah. not dog me. Yeah. <laughs> I see who I'm dealing with. Boy, you say the wrong <laughs> word. That shit going to shut the combo down. Oh, no. Never. Yeah. Yeah. Listen. Yeah. I, what I'm trying to say is, You've dated. You've been on at least, at least ten different dates. I That's have I been on dates. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Now, yeah. now, mm-hmm. to, to find your knight in shining armor. What I'm saying is, you had mm-hmm. to go through a process. It's a just. It's a due process. And that's how life works. Mm-hmm. So this goes all the way back to the early in the conversation. It's actually about how do I take the people approaching me in public or how they perceive me um, outside mm-hmm. of who I really am. You know what I'm saying? That's the part that I think allows me to be free. Because in my mind, I already know that people are going to have their opinions, their thoughts, their notions, their conspiracy theories. That's what you're dealing with every day, all day. And I can deal with that. That's what allows me to be who I am anytime, all time, and not give a fuck in the world. Because of the simple fact that you can go to Drake's page, IG page right now, and it's 100,000 people, 100,000 hateful comments on his page. And I think he's one of the best to ever do it. Best to ever do it. Michael Jackson was one of the best to ever do it. Now you got people right now trying to drag his name in the mud, even when he was mm-hmm. alive. So, so I don't have a problem with people having opinions, what their thoughts of me are, because they're going to have it regardless. If I go right now and say, hey, I just don't have 100000 to a family, somebody going to say, oh, he's doing that for attention. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, that that's probably true. ain't even his money. That probably ain't even his money. He probably just the face of somebody done pay him to come in. Like, like you know how they pay niggas for commercials. That's not, that's that's no matter what you do, somebody's going to have an opinion. Somebody's going to be negative about it. So I think in life, man, live your best life. You got one time to do it, all right? And I always tell people this. You'll be the last to know that you're dead. Mm-hmm. And that mm-hmm. means you got to live. Mm-hmm. That was it's not like it's not like you get a, a it's not like you get this this alarm clock or this calendar set.
setting that goes off on your phone that says, hey, you're going to die in 48 hours. You know, even if a doctor tells you you got three weeks to live, you may not even live them three weeks. You may outlive them three weeks. You might live another three months. You might live another three years. So you don't know unless you're the one who's going to kill yourself. Then you know mm. tomorrow, this time, I'm going to be out of here. Like, that's the only way. Mm-hmm. So I tell people that yeah. to say, live your best life. When I look in the mirror, I ask myself, am I closer to my true happiness? I ask myself that. And what does my true happiness consist of? When I feel like everything is aligned, when my energy, my energy is right, when my finances, finances are in order, when my kids are happy. When I look around and I say, hey, man, I've done everything I'm supposed to do today, just something that simple makes my day. I ask myself, I ask myself, I ask myself, I question myself, I question everything because you don't know when you're going to go. So you got to live it up now. You got to do it now. Everybody on this phone, everybody on this phone, if we found out that we were dying tomorrow, we wouldn't be on this phone with each other right now. We'd be trying to do everything we could and keep everything up to make sure our shit is good for when we leave tomorrow. That means that if everyone knew when they were going to die, this would probably be a better place. People would take you more seriously. People would love you harder. You know, people would be more considerate. Everyone would do different things. We would be in a whole other space if everyone knew the date of expiration. I'm going to leave y'all with that. You know what? You know what I'm saying? That was deep, very powerful. And actually, you you opened up with that. You know, of you changing your look, making your hair the way it is right now. You got your salon, and it's not conforming to what people. I don't know what, what you 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 doing you, and um and which I would love and respect because I you know I went natural I'm trying you know I'm doing my thing because we got one life to live, and I you know I commend you and I'm so happy to see you in your space and you being in love and wanting to get married and you guys and you found a woman and you had found each other that you're like a yin and a yang you know, and it's not a conforming aspect that I'm doing this to please her, but you see a benefit of me doing this and making this change makes me a better individual. And I'm in the state yeah. to be this better individual. So that's a difference, yeah. you know, because I'm pretty sure you met other women in your past that there's like, you know, no, I don't want to have threesome. I don't want to do this. I want us to be this way. And you're not in that space. Not that she wasn't a good woman. I get it. You're a good person. Right. You're probably telling me things that I it's probably will make me a a damn good person, good man, but you weren't in the space to receive that, you know? So yeah. I respect that now you're in yeah. the space to receive that. You know, we wouldn't play any damn songs, but this is a pop up show with this is young job. We got some callers calling in. I'm going to get y'all on. We, you know, this has been all off the grid, but it is what it is because it's saying radio 630. You want to say something? I don't know. You get shy. You want to say <laughs> something. You don't want to say something. You want to talk to You want to talk to young Jock. You want to say something on say your radio. You're a little shy. That looks like a little shy. <laughs> Look, y'all, we about to end this. I was trying to get people on. Y'all know we don't censor calls. I don't censor no damn calls. Call in. Give a fake name. Do what you do. This is what we do. Say it, radio. Jock. Young Jock. 
thank you. You have you have definitely enlightened um, my senses. My senses. I get it. Conforming. I don't know. Adjusting. I get that. But you know, I get it. Overall, I do get it. So, um, how can we find you? How can our listeners find you? You know, on social media, um, your salon, your everything. Well, as you know, Jock Live, that's my IG. I'm Young Jock is my Twitter. Um, it is what it is. Streets 945, Streets Morning Takeover, my morning radio show. You can catch me from 6 to 10 each and every weekday morning on there. Salon Echelon, that's in Atlanta. Uh, venue Nightclub and Lounge, that's in Atlanta. Well, right out, right on the outskirts of Atlanta, but it's not far. It's in Atlanta. It's in Forest Park, but it's a, it, you're still right there. You know what I'm saying? So, if you if you're looking to you know follow me, that's that's the simplest way to do it. Jock Live on IG. There you go, Jock Live. I love that. I'm gonna be in Atlanta when my son is having a uh, AAU tournament, or whatever. We're gonna be out there. I'm gonna go. Um, I'm gonna see if I can even go get my. You see, they do natural hair at your salon. They do any natural stuff. Yeah, we we got a whole the the whole spectrum when it comes to hair care. You know, you got braiders, you got faders. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, we got everybody from natural hair to uh, processed hair. I love it. I love it. I love it. Nicole, do you what? You have anything you wanna? I do. I do. Um, Jack, I just want to say we so appreciate you for taking time out of your schedule to um, speak to us tonight. Your your point of view and your conversation is very, very enlightening, and um, we just we really appreciate you. And um, that's all I have to say. Oh, yeah. oh if you go on a tour, uh, let us know because I definitely because you know I'm, I want to hear some of your other songs. You know, it, I'm only listening from those um, that th- those little seeds of medicine to, to throw into these young kids. They think they know everything, but you know, and, and how you intertwine that. I'm a, I'm definitely going to be looking out for that. So if you are going on tour and you're going to be in some cities, let us know. Keep us updated. We'll put that on our, our website. Um. And um, definitely come out and support. <laughs> and I'm just saying. Say no more, man. Hey, listen, I appreciate the opportunity to talk to y'all. Um, like I said, of course, I'm pretty sure this interview was only slated for about 10 to 15 minutes, but uh, <laughs> real, is, real is real. No, no, no. <laughs> I, but that's how I live my life. Real is real, man. And when you when you can receive it, you don't, you don't mind, you know what I'm saying, basking in it. I'm going to just say that because – you know, you get around good people. You you might have four more appointments after that. Let me just say this before I go. When I met, when I got a chance to meet with Mona Scott for my second interview, the second go round for Love and Hip Hop, my meeting with her was slated for 15 minutes. Mona cut all the rest of the interview and process off for the day, and she stayed in that room with me for two hours. And she said, "Man, you are funny. The world has never seen this side of you, and you're a real person. You're mm-hmm. real too." She's like, "I didn't know you was this intelligent." She said. She said, you know what? Cut all my other interviews off. I'm going to hang out with you. For, she hung out with me for two hours. Mm. We, even had, we even had drinks on our first real, real sit-down. And that's just how it goes sometimes, man. When 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 the timing is right, that's why this situation is called perfect timing. Because when the timing is right, nothing else matters. That's Pure right. There it is. 
Well, and there right. it is. I, you know, this, 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 this is the whole pop up show. We did this shit for Young Jack, and I was like, yeah, we, yeah, we slaughtered for a little time, but we let this shit roll because this, it was food needed, some mental food needed for me. I can speak that for myself. Say radio, <laughs> y'all. Tune in our regular nights Mondays, 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. Central Standard Time. This is Young Jack. I know where to find him. Say it again. Jock Live, J-O-C-L-I-V-E. There you go. There you go. Say it, radio. There we go. Be blessed. Yeah. All right. Tell me your mind just say it. Yeah. Play the song over plan. Yeah. Speaking on the world. Speaking on the topics. Y'all better not be flocking. No. Should know how we rocking. If you got any statements, then you better leave a comment. Just say it. 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 Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.